Our audit findings keeping you awake at night. Is your payroll legislatively compliant? This is Stuff Employers Should Know. Welcome to Stuff Employers Should Know, proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. The end of the tax year is fast approaching. Today, we will discuss processes to follow to end off the tax year with an error-free payroll. Welcome to another episode of Stuff Employees Should Know. It's Yasa Yas like it is small, your host as always. And today we're doing another remote recording and we have Simeon Carter all the way from Cape Town joining us online. And of course, we will be discussing our tax year end processes. So welcome to the show once again, Simeon. You are officially a friend of the show considering how many episodes you've done. We really do appreciate your time. Um, Simeon, just to get things going, my first question for you is, why is there such an emphasis on tax year and why is it so important? Hi, Yasa. Great to be back. Thank you so much. So just taking that first topic, um, the tax year runs from March each year to February of the next year. And as we draw to the end of February and effectively we would process the final pay run or, or pay runs for those um, businesses with a, a fortnightly or weekly payroll, um, as we draw a close to that for the tax year, we have a final opportunity to make any amendments or corrections to financial figures, which may have been processed incorrectly during, during the tax year. So it's our last opportunity to make any corrections essentially before we close off, off the tax year. So it really is crunch time. Um, Simeon, what are some of the focus areas a business should look at when concluding the tax year? I'd like to highlight three main areas. Um, these are the reconciliation of payroll records, the updating of employee information, and the audit and reporting side as well. Would you mind elaborating a little bit uh, on the reconciliation of payroll records? For a business, it's essential to ensure that from a payroll processing perspective, the statutory deductions in terms of PAYE, UIF, SDL, and the ETI calculation are correct and agree on both the payroll system as well as from an e-filing perspective. So that's the SAR system that's utilized for companies to file their monthly EMP201 returns. Um, then we also need to look at any businesses that are part of an industrial council. Um, it may be businesses who have a medical aid, medical insurance, or have a fund that they belong to, so a pension, provident fund, or a retirement annuity. So it's very important to ensure that the payroll deductions and contributions align to the fund schedules managed by the fund provider. So here we're talking about fund providers like Discovery or Momentum or Old Mutual. So just to ensure there is alignment between what goes through the payroll and what has been advised from these fund providers as well. And what employee information should be focused on for review and updating, Simeon? Some of the critical employee information that we should focus on is employee tax numbers, ID numbers. It could also be uh, passport numbers if you have any foreign national employees within your business. We then also need to focus on bank details and employee addresses. And these are the key details that should be updated and correct within your payroll system. When these aspects are correct and there are no gaps in this information, it makes the year-end submission process to SARS much smoother. So this is when we get to the months of April and May, 
and we start completing our EMP501 submission to SARS, um, the accuracy of this employee information will aid a business in having a smooth submission to SARS, and that is for IRP5 purposes later on in the year. And of course, talking about um, information needed, or rather employee information, you are dealing with very sensitive inf uh, information. So just a reminder to our listeners to be very, very aware of the Protection of Personal Information Act and make sure that all that information is stored securely. Samian, how does all of this link to reporting and audits? So most companies do get audited on an annual basis by an external audit firm. This is kind of standard protocol out there for businesses and companies today. Um, when information is accurately recorded in your payroll system, being both financial and non-financial, this leads to a much smaller chance of audit risk or findings regarding the payroll aspect. So basically what we're saying is that when information is captured correctly and errors are ironed out before the end of the tax year, this assists with accurate financial reporting, as well as HR reporting as well. So we're looking at multiple benefits from a reporting perspective, both to the HR team and financially within the business. And then we're also looking at a audit reduction in audit risks, essentially. And Samin, any final thoughts on ending off the tax year with a payroll free from errors? So by following a plan that incorporates the three key aspects we've discussed today, a business ensures compliance with SARS and the Department of Labor, which is obviously critical. I think in one of our previous episodes, we've touched on some of the penalties and interest that could be levied to a business for non-compliant employers. And really what this leads to is saving a business time and money by implementing a streamlined approach at tax year end. Simeon, as always, the session has been very, very informative to myself, as well as our listeners, of course. We truly do appreciate your time. That brings another episode of Stuff Employees Should Know to an end. Um, we thank you all for your time and for tuning in. Please remember to give us a thumbs up. Uh, we are available on all podcast platforms. And, of course, if there's any episodes or topics that you want us to discuss, pop us an email on sesk at labornet.com. And, of course, uh, we'll get back to you or see how we can schedule an episode relative to the topics that you want to hear. From Yasa Yas Like It Is Mal and, of course, Simeon from Cape Town, we thank you and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers and bye-bye. Stuff Employers Should Know was proudly brought to you by Labornet, management's ultimate HR solution. For more episodes from Stuff Employers Should Know, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you play your favorite shows. Case law or statutes referenced in the podcast are current at the time of recording.